This is a 98FM podcast. Now, we got a very angry email into the show today. It's from Chris. And here it is. But I want to know, would you let... Do you agree with Chris's uh, rant or do you think he's completely out of order? 1850-22-98-98. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. It says, Hi Joan, I'd like to warn your listeners about letting homes to people on rent allowance. I've had a year of hell dealing with tenants so thankfully it's just come to an end. I have a house... I'd let it to two, uh, a young Polish couple until last year when they decided to move back home. I hadn't many inquiries about the property and eventually went with a young Irish couple with one child. They seemed okay at the time. I was aware they were on rent allowance, but I thought I would give them a chance. Soon after they moved in, I got, got a call from one of the neighbours about blaring music at all hours. When I asked, my tenant said it was just a housewarming and it wouldn't happen again. It did, says Chris. Next came a request for a dog, not on the lease. I gave in after a sob story because I thought it may make them better, uh, behave a bit better. He goes on then to say, um, to cut a long story short, their lease was up last month and to my relief, I was relieved that they wouldn't be staying. I went over to have a look at the house and to my horror, six rubbish bags were left rotting in the kitchen. The carpet was ripped and stained, presumably by the dog. Upstairs had four holes in the wall and the banisters were broken. I told them I wouldn't be giving them back the deposit until the damage and price of fixing the place is done. Uh, this was met with aggressive threats via email and phone. They seemed completely unaware of the extent and cost of the damage. I eventually gave them back half of the deposit, which they reluctantly agreed to. Um, and he finishes by saying, I'd rather allow my house sat empty than letting it to anyone on rent allowance again. I'd love to know what other people think. Cheers, says Chris. So that was Chris's... Um, Experience of letting a house to people on rent allowance. But do you agree that people on rent allowance wreck houses or do you think he's completely out of order? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Have you had an experience like Chris or is that just tarring everybody with the same brush? Louise, thanks for hanging on. You're welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, not too bad. And yourself? I'm very good, thank you. Um, have you had a good or a bad experience? We've had very mixed bags. We've had both extremes. We have um, a few couple of properties and we have one, we have, uh, again, a single mother with her child um, and she is probably one of the best tenants we've ever had. Um, keeps the place absolutely lovely. We never have any problems. Okay. Um, and then we've had the complete opposite with other tenants that we've had in others where we have literally been left to use all of our savings and been left with nothing to try and reinstate properties that were rented to um, to people. Um, it just so happened that this particular one on one story was, was social welfare uh, and we had an horrific experience. What happened? Um, well, it's a very long story. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. Again, she was a young, young girl with, you know, a child and um, we had just recently uh, lost the other tenants who had been terrific and had well-minded the property. Uh, she moved in, um, I think it was probably around February, um, and everything was fine or so we thought. And yeah. then Patrick's weekend, we got a phone call from the neighbours of the house there to say, were we aware that there had been an incident up at the house and that the guardy had been on scene and, and there was all sorts of a commotion. And basically the full riot squad had been called up to the house. So what has happened? There, there had been a drinking session, it seems, had gone on during the course of the day that ran right into the night, two o'clock in the morning. 
Um, and then there was some sort of a row and there was a serious incident occurred at the house. Uh, she was arrested um, and uh, the person she, she assaulted was, was uh, taken to the local hospital. Um, he allegedly then uh, discharged himself. I don't know where she disappeared to. Came back, this is all allegedly, but mm-hmm. the charges are still pending. Mm-hmm. Um, came back in, broke into the house and then absolutely added to, to the mayhem and the, and the house was further trashed by this particular individual Good Lord. or individuals. Right. Um, when we were called, we knew nothing about it until the neighbour rang. Um, the guardie hadn't um, managed to contact us. I don't know why, but neither here nor there. We went up, um, surveyed the, the, the carnage as it was, um, and there was blood everywhere. There was broken bottles, broken glasses, um, the presses in the kitchen had been pulled off the wall. So just they the, just went mad. It was, they just went mad. Somebody had actually saw fit to defecate in the bath. Um, I mean, it was it was trashed, um, and it led us then. We had a terrible time then. Subsequently, dealing with the insurance company. Did you get her uh, out at this stage, Louise? Well, she just basically disappeared. Okay. Um, um, and asked to come back because obviously she knew she was in an awful lot of trouble. Um, I think she just snuck back in and took some clothes and we never saw or heard from her since. Um, we were left, as I say, with the house, with most of our stuff that we had to try it cost us to get rid of the house. We basically had to, to gut the whole house. It was left without a tenant for over 12 months because we had a, a dispute with the insurance company. Any savings that we had um, were were went between trying to reinstate the house and to try to keep payments going on the mortgage that we had on that because because of the incident and her, um, we, we couldn't put anybody into the house because so we didn't have the money to reinstate it. If, if, you, want to, uh, if you want to get in touch, by the way, 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981. So do you completely understand where Chris is coming from? Now, obviously his house hasn't been as wrecked as your house is it and I, and I know people are going mad about this I mean mm-hmm. we've had we've had a load of uh, you know people on Facebook saying it's not yeah. the way with all people no, who are on rent no. allowance but is 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 there a case if you're not paying it out of your own pocket there's more of a chance that you'll wreck it um, kind of from our experience because we really have had it both ways um, it, it's not really I think we had another property where we had a, a family um, and they were private tenants um, very demanding uh, and whatever and wanted this, that and the other and that was fine. We, we have good properties and we give good properties. Um, she stopped paying um, the rent um, and she wanted to go on social welfare. We had to put the house on the market in order to try to have her move out of that house. Again, when we got her out of that house and when we went in to survey it, um, again, it cost us, and I'm not telling you a word of a lie, it cost us over €6,000 to try and put that property back to some sort of state. The filth, she'd been in it for, I'd say, less than two years. They had painted walls purple. They were told under no circumstances could they paint walls. They were to be less the colour that they were. They could refresh the paint. Um, I, right down to the likes of, I don't think the woman even cleaned a window. The kitchen, the units and everything were at least a half inch thick with grease. Um, we were finding stuff all over the place. Carpets had to be pulled up. 
um, the this wardrobe was, this were was, broken. She this, was private. This that was, was a private, private tenant. tenant. Is, so is, there a, is, is there an opinion that people who rent, because it's not their own property, and I know we're talking about, you know, we're mm-hmm. talking about, I suppose, somebody on rent allowance versus renting yeah. in, in the private sector. Why do yeah. pe- Is it guaranteed? Um, because I know people, and, and some people, I was surprised to learn this, if you are in receipt of rent allowance, the mm-hmm. government will give you the rent allowance and you pay it to your landlord they don't pay the landlord directly so um, no we are like, no that's not correct because we have had ours paid directly from social welfare into our nominated bank account it doesn't go to the tenant I'm not sure maybe the tenant can say no they want they want to, to be paid directly in the pay but no anytime we've had a tenant that has been in receipt of social welfare social the social department of social protection has paid it straight into our account Tell me, Louise, you know, there are an awful lot... If you go on to um, Daft or, or some, of the, some of the renting websites, mm-hmm. a lot of them will say no rent allowance. Can you understand yeah. that? Or is it just, is it tearing everybody with the same brush? No, I can understand it to some degree, but you try not to judge everybody. You know, uh, it's kind of on, on, a, on a, you know, you judge a person as you meet them, not by what they have or what they haven't got. We've, so we have literally have had the two sides. We have had the social welfare tenants who's trashed the house, and we've also had a private tenant who left the house in such a shocking state that even when the um, estate agent came to look at it, she couldn't get over the state, but she'd never actually witnessed anything like it in her life. The dirt that was, that was you know, the, the condition the property was left in. Um, so I, we can't really, because then we have another tenant, and she's social welfare, and from the day she's gone into that property, we have never had. She keeps the house absolutely immaculate, pays the rent on time, and we haven't had one ounce of trouble. So, you know, we can't. I, it's, uh, it's the individuals. There are people out there who genuinely do not care, no matter what, whether they're paying for it themselves. I don't know what it is with them. I, you know, is it a cultural thing? Is it just that people are just lazy and they don't care? They can stay in the house for X amount of time, and when they've sullied it and dirtied it and whatever enough, they can move on to the next one because it's not theirs. I think it's just the fact that the property is not theirs. They don't care. It's the landlord's responsibility. And, you know, they don't have the respect for it. Okay. All right. And if you had your choice, would you go for a private ten- tenant or somebody in in receipt of, of rent allowance, Louise? We see, again, I can't really can't say, say. Because we have literally had from both, you know, we, we've had experiences of both. I would probably lean a bit more towards people who are private tenants because it's their money that they're handing out. Um, and you maybe have a sense, I know from when, when back in the days when I was a tenant myself, you know, I treated the house like it was my own. You know, you, we can be lucky enough to meet someone who will do the same thing. So I probably would lean a little bit more towards people who are, right, are, are s- private tenants. Stay, stay with me for a second. I want to bring Raid in on this, okay? Um, just before I bring you on, Mairead, you're welcome to the show. I just want to read this out and, and get both your actions on it. Um, Louise, on yeah, the other no line. We are living beside a couple... Um, we are living beside a couple with a child on rent allowance. They have no bins and dump their rubbish all over the estate. Music players all day and night with gangs in the house. He openly sells drugs from the house. They smashed up all the neighbours' cars. Every neighbour on the streets complained to the landlord countless times. He doesn't want to know, nor do the guards. The council haven't replied. Is this a stereotypical view, do you think, Mairead, of people who are in receipt of rent allowance? It is, absolutely. It is, totally. Um, And the thing is, like, I, um, I even said... 
to uh, my community welfare officer because she's the one who, you know, told me to apply for the rent allowance. Um, I told her that I was getting abuse from landlords. You know, as soon as I would even mention rent allowance, I got, you know, shouted, this screamed into my ear, like, that there's no way that they would that they would even consider it. Um, is, is it a stigma? Is it a class thing? Or is it because they've been stung, do you think? Um, I don't think it's because they've stung. I think it's because stories get spread around about these things. And, I mean, I, I do understand that, you know, there are people being stung. But, I mean, I just wanted to kind of appeal that the fact that we're in a recession right now absolutely, and yeah, there yeah. is half a million people who you know w- were working during the boom and can't get a job now I just think it's really unfair that um hello? no you're there I just think it's really really unfair to be stigmatising people in the recession you know because there's so many people who are they're now you know eligible for rent allowance and they've never ever before been eligible they've never before been unemployed they've worked really hard and studied really hard and now they found them in the themselves in this situation through no fault of their own and you know and then having this kind of um these stories thrown at them no by, absolutely i suppose you know, look, minority you know, of people i i suppose and that's why i'm asked for people's opinions fight through 981 if you have been and, and is what chris is saying look it has happened to chris i suppose it's happened to louise but it's happened to her with private um tenants as well do you think um you know are you are you and when you get paid rent allowance, is it is it paid to you or is it paid directly to the landlord, right? Yeah, you actually get a choice of whether you you get it paid to yourself or to the landlord. Um, so I mean, landlords, it's good to let landlords know that that it can be paid directly to them. You know, and um, I mean, the I, I found myself like that to actually ring up the rent allowance. Um, it opens up the communication a lot better. You know, I mean, the first time um, I applied there two years ago and I got it for six months before I got a, a job. I got a job then for a year. Mm. But, um, like, it, it did take me months to get the rent allowance, you know. And, I mean, I was a bit upset with the social welfare office because they they wouldn't, like, um, you know, the way, like, they, they told me I was guaranteed eligible, but they wouldn't, um, you know, the way, until every single document, including, like, the the lease from the landlord was, you know, ridiculously Yeah, I know, jumping jump through hoops. Um, just on, on yeah. this and state me, Mairead, Louise, if, is it partly, are landlords partly to blame if they don't address a problem with tenants, like that email or the text we got, mm. um, that won't deal with with problem tenants yeah. who are on rent, rent allowance? Is it partly the landlord's fault that give tenants on oh, rent allowance oh. a bad name, do you think? I, I'm sure there are. I mean, it's like everything. There are also bad landlords out there, really bad landlords. But what people need to be aware of is that they need to make sure if they're if you're going into a rental property, and this is just as much for the tenants as it is for the landlords, is that they make sure that they're um, they've been um, signed into the PRTB because they're there is to protect the landlord and the tenant should there be a dispute. Because we will be going after. one of our tenants now to the PRTB hopefully fairly shortly to try and get some money back for the damage that she did to our property because naturally enough she didn't get her deposit back but she's also the deposit doesn't cover the damage that she did to the property so we can go through the PRTB and they will go after and they'll look at the case 
um, and it'll be, you know, d- discussed and considered to see if she has a case to answer right. and if we can go after. So people need to be aware if they've got a bad landlord. First of all, as a tenant, you need to make sure that your your landlord has you registered with the PRTB. So that if yeah, you've that's got any, any grievances... a legal thing that they have to... Um, yeah, it's part of the law that they have to register them. Yeah. I just want to say as well that I actually had an experience back in um, 2005 where my landlord wouldn't give me back um, my deposit because um, because we made a complaint that there was like leaks in the house and it was in a really bad condition. And um, so he just, out of spite, he wouldn't give it back to us. But... Um, I did follow it up with the PRTB, and it took two years. Like, but yeah. I did actually get my deposit back. Like, so they are. All right. Well, we'll ask. Like, we'll yeah. ask Maraid uh, and Louise. Lovely talking to you. Thank you very much. Um, have you Thank had? You, thanks a lot, Maraid. Best okay, of luck to you. Bye. Thank you. Um, if you have had a bad experience with landlords as well, with them withholding a deposit, eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight, or just being a crap landlord, five three ninety eight one. We got an email for Chris. We want to, to to highlight it and ask. In your opinion, do you agree? Um, would you let your house? To someone on rent allowance or not, or have you been in an area where people were on rent allowance and they absolutely trashed the place, or somebody just renting a house trashed the place? This is the brunt of the email. It's from Chris. He said, I don't want to warn your listeners about letting homes to people on rent allowance. Basically, Chris had a very nice Polish couple until last year. They decided to move. He said he hadn't many inquiries, so he decided to give a couple with one child a chance. Um, he said they were the neighbours, or basically they, they they turned out to be neighbours from hell for people who were living around them. Um, blaring music at all hours. When he asked, the tenant said they were just a housewarming. He said it wouldn't happen again. It did. They then wanted to bring a dog, not in the least. He said he gave in after a sob story. Um, he went up when they were when they were leaving the house. He went up to have a look at it. He said um, he said there were six rubbish bags left rotting in the kitchen. Carpet was ripped and stained, presumably by the dog. Four holes in the wall upstairs. The banisters were broken. He told them he wouldn't be given back the deposit uh, until everything was fixed. He said he was met with aggression uh, through emails and phones and they seemed unaware of the extent of the cost and the damage. He said, I'd rather my house sat empty than letting it to anyone on rent allowance again. And he's sending out a warning to people who are letting properties, an awful lot of properties for rent out there. So uh, he wants to know what you think. So what do you think? Do you agree that um, people on rent allowance are trouble? Are they to be avoided or is this just tarring everybody with the same brush? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that. 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981. Thanks for hanging on, Mags. How are you? Hi, Joan. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, what do you think? Oh, well, my experience is pretty much like Chris. Um, I let out my house. I originally started letting out my house maybe three or four years ago. Okay. The first year I had a Lithuanian couple and two kids. No problem. Absolutely no problem. They weren't happy with the area they left. And since then, I've had what I'm calling social tenants. Um, The first girl broke her lease and skipped off after six or seven months. Didn't get the last month's rent. I'm registered with the PRTB. I went to them. I fought my case. I won. I still haven't got any money because they can't find her. All right. The next one is what I'm calling the tenant from hell. I felt like calling TV3 and asking them, do they want to do an episode of tenants from hell? Because what I walked into, you've just no idea. What, what did it, you walk into? I walked into filth that I'd never seen before. I walked into what used to be my bedroom. Um, I lived in the house for years. Uh, what used to be my bedroom to just, you know, fake tan handprints like she had wiped her hands in curtains down the wall. Oh, good Lord. Um, every shampoo bottle for the year she was in that house was on the floor. 
empty, sorry, empty shampoo, shower gels, you name it, filthy carpet, holes in walls, just unbelievable. What do people be doing that, that there are holes in walls? Because Chris had the same, ex- is, it, is, it no parties? is it parties and people falling around the place? I don't know, but what she left behind, she left a lot, a lot of personal belongings behind. Okay. There was a child's car seat, there was a child's buggy. In the car seat, the child had obviously vomited, that was left. There was filth, what was left in the fridge nearly walked out and waved at me. It was just filth. Um, there wasn't an awful lot I could do about it, but I, I deal with a letting agent. The letting agent went to the social welfare to report this girl, sent, her, sent photos, sent emails, just to report the girl, yeah. to, to let them know, you know, what she could possibly do to her next, um, you know, yeah, resident, where she was, if you yeah. like. Yeah. And we came back, they came back with, well, it, it, it wasn't rent allowance, it was income income supplement and she could do what she wanted with that money and if she was to rent the next property that's her business. So they weren't paying for her rent, they were... No, it was an income supplement and she could use that money for what she wanted and so we, I, myself and the letting agent were just letting the social know, well this is what she's doing with her money and this is the, the trouble she's causing and again, like that other girl, the amount of money to turn that house around to get it ready for the next tenant or potential tenant is just unbelievable. And I do believe that if they don't owe, if a person, I don't want to carry everyone the same, but if a person does not own the property, they have no respect for it. And they will move on to the next property or they will get it again because they will cry a sob story to a social welfare officer. And they, I believe they get what they want. Wow. Uh, well, that is some statement. You had, you had a nightmare. Would you... Would you? Well, that, that's only one, Joan, because I haven't moved on to the next tenant oh, go that on. came after her. Go on quickly, because I have to go to a break. Go on, tell me, Mags. The next tenant that came after her was very clean, you know, but like that again, she wanted out of the house. Uh, she caused damage to the property. Uh, I called her on it. I didn't pay her back uh, the deposit because of the damage she had caused to the property. What kind of stuff? And damage to um, a wall. A, a, a just damage to a wall right. that was going to cost me 500 euro to fix. Oh, right, okay. Um, just, and she moved out before her lease was up and as a gesture of goodwill I gave her half her deposit back. Well, she went bananas. Absolutely bananas. She's entitled to it. She's taken me to court. She's going to the guard. She's doing the whole lot. And I feel as a landlord we have no rights. Unbelievable. Well, Keith said to say, Keith, or Chris should I say, sorry. Chris, yeah. Chris said that uh, he gave um, he said he was he was met with aggression and threats. He said they seemed completely unaware. I eventually gave them back half the deposit, which yeah. was reluctantly agreed. Yeah. Um, do, do you think? Well, is it then? And I'm not tearing people with the same brush. We're talking no, about something on rent allowance. But I don't want to do are that. Are people who receive rent allowance are they unaware of um, what they what they are obliged to do and what they are obliged not to do to, to uh, keep a house a roof over their heads? I I, I, I just think they don't care. I think that maybe tenants think that I'm this rich person that you know has a, a second house or has a house that's up for rent, and they don't realise that when the mortgage if they don't pay the rent on time and my mortgage comes down my bank account, you know I'm left waiting on their payment. I know to eat. You I know, know. I know, you know. I know. And a lot of landlords in the same place. You listen, Mags. Thank yeah. you very much for telling no me that. Problem. It's horror stories. All right. Good talking to you. Thanks a million. Thanks very much, Sabrina. How are you? You're welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, you. Hey, John. How are you? Um, I just I, topics like this with to do with the rent allowance yeah. and social welfare. Like, it really gets to me. Now I've been on rent allowance 
And for every house I lived in as a tenant, I had to cut in myself new floors, skin boards, painted the whole lot and made it a home because I have two little girls. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's very fair that we all get tarred with the same brush because there is actually genuine people out there that are clean and will respect someone else's home because they're making it their own home. Absolutely. Well, I know one in one in five people who who rent. It is their home, and that's the way. I mean, on the continent, most people in Europe, most people rent, and an awful lot of people don't don't own, don't go for the mortgage like the rest of 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 Egypt. Do you know what I mean? In Ireland, yeah. but uh, but I think it is felt. I think it's a feeling that if you rent, you're some kind of a a, a sub a sub citizen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like I, I, it's just. There is, like, I understand where some landlords come from with people on rent allowance, but at the same time, like, I've had, like, I've references from my landlords, like, didn't even want me to leave their homes because I had left it so clean and I'd done everything to them, and there was money out of my own pocket that I put into someone else's home and to make you, it. Do you think landlords um, who take people on rent allowance, do you think they're looking for an easy option, Sabrina? That they, they don't want to upkeep the property as much as they would had would have if, well, if they private like tenants. A, yeah, it'd be like a flip of the coin. Like you're probably looking for the easy option, um, but then again, at the same time, like that, the, they're taking a gamble because you could get someone a rent announce that it's going to be a perfect tenant and have no problems and pay the rent on time. Then you're going to have somebody that is on a rent announce that's just going to say, "Well, look, this is not my house," and trash it and move on to the next. So it's actually, the landlord, it's a gamble with a landlord whether, you know what I mean, if they're going to take people on rent allowance or not. But at the same time, it's not fair that we should all get tired. Like, I'm now living at home with my mum and I'm okay. looking the last six months to find a property to rent. And every property I've looked at on draft.ie and the whole lot are not accepted the rent allowance. So it's making it See, very this, hard this, for this is the thing, because I had to look around um, after we got the, the email from Chris, I had to look around and it said no rent allowance, no rent allowance, no rent allowance. Now, an awful lot of la- landlords, beggars can't be choosers either because money is money. Well, this is it. You're in a high recession. Like, you know what I mean? You can't be fussy. And the way I look at it is if I had the money to pay private rented, I'd rather put that into the bank and save and buy my own home than uh, paying someone else's mortgage. Stay me, Sabrina. I want to bring Mick in on this, okay? Um, yes. Stay me. Thanks, Sabrina. Uh, Mick, no, you're, you're on 98FM. How's it going? Not too bad. Now, um, but, you, you would never let to someone who is on rent allowance. Why well, not? I, ha- I have done. Okay. I have, um, I have about eight properties that right. I rent. And uh, I've, over the last, we can say, 20 years, I've left one property out to um, rent allowance. And I was quite fortunate that it was, she was a very good tenant. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm making me business to go to my houses every month to pick up the rent rather than have them paid direct debit. I'm fortunate enough not to have them scattered all over the country. Okay. But by doing that, I, I get the opportunity just to stick my head in the hall to make sure that everything is all right. And, like, you'd, you'd have a, a fairly good feeling. And I think when the tenants know that you're actually coming to the house once a month to pick up the rent, they do tend to keep it a little bit better. So there's a little bit of onus on the landlord mm. not to let the... <coughs> Not to just let the property sit there and not keep an eye on it. Would you? Would you never let to somebody who is in receipt of rent allowance? I I have done once, but I wouldn't. Uh, as a rule, I always advertise no uh, no rent allowance. And why not? Have you been stung, Mick, or or just? Well, uh, I've heard all of those stories, like you know, and uh, any time I've ever rented the house that I have or uh, advertised it, and I haven't um, said. Uh, no rent allowance the clientele that would come to the house you would have a fairly good idea who was rent allowance and who wasn't rent allowance and uh, on that basis a lot of times I would say uh, I'll ring you back 
you know, and uh, you, you just you just get a feeling from the people who come to the house. And I'd always ask them, "Are you working?" And and listen, you know. would you have you been stung with people though who are p- paying privately out of eight properties? You must have been stung once or twice. I have. Well, I have probably one. One. You know. And, and was it was uh, it a bad judgment? You think on your part or or just uh, they... no? It was a scenario where someone kind of uh, came in and said that to go work, and then, then within four weeks of being there, you were asked to sign the document for the. Or sort of go and get the rent allowance, like you know. And would you not sign? No, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, treat anyone on that basis, like right. you know. But I would always make it my business to, tr- to try and get there every month to pick up the rent, and I would always keep an eye on the house. And you'd have a good idea, you know, if bins were left on the side of the house and they were overflowing, you know, you can address it there and then. And I think when tenants know that the landlord is calling, uh, they will tend to keep the house a little bit better, and you won't get the late night parties if you know, like. You're only a phone call away, and you know. So. Sabrina, what 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 do you make of what what Mick is saying? He has eight properties, and he just he would prefer not to. Yeah, have... he has eight properties. I'm only looking for one, and like like that, uh, he's not accepting the the rent allowance, which again isn't really fair because, as I said, I rented on rent allowance, and I've had uh, lived in properties, and I've had landlords begging me not to go because I've had the house spotless. People that like leave bins to overflow, and that's just pure laziness, and the fact that it isn't their home that you don't care. But then there is genuine people out there that do care about the property that you live in, especially if you have young children. Obviously, you're going to keep the home clean and treat it the way you treat if it was your own home. Do you think, so there, there, do you think there's a perception, before I bring you back in, Mick, is there a perception that people on rent allowance because you're not paying it out of your own pocket that you don't give a damn about the house? Well, yeah, I'd say that's probably what most most uh, landlords um, now are not accepting the rent now because you look at it as well, their taxes are paying for, you know, for someone to live in their home. But at the end of the day, like, it's, like, it's not my choice not to be in work. There is no work out there. And right now, like, I'm living in my mum's with my two little girls. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I've been out looking for work. There's no work out there. So I have no... Uh, I, like I have to go on rent announce in order to put a roof over my kids' head. Is it, is, it also, is it also that landlords, if you are in receipt of rent allowance, then it is tax deductible. So um, yeah. it, it's not cash. It's not cash in hand anymore. No, it's not cash in hand anymore. No, but like that. But I can't understand. Rent allowance is guaranteed money every yeah, month to the landlord. It's guaranteed money every month to the landlord. I know it takes six to 12 weeks in order for the rent allowance to come through, but the landlord gets it all backdated from the time you I know, find but, that but rent form. What about, which, which I, I always find odd, and I don't know why I find it odd, but I do, that some people, you can either choose to have rent allowance given to you or given to the landlord. If it's rent allowance, I suppose, why isn't it given straight to the landlord? Well, yeah, like, like the, the girl said there, uh, you're given an option, but I always talk, uh, took the option of getting it put into my uh, landlord's bank account. All right, because it's easier that way, I suppose. It's easier, I don't, and I just get a receipt in the post then saying that that they've been in the landlord's bank and that's grand, so I don't have to worry about having to go out, cash it, lodge it into a bank. It's already automatically done, send it straight to the landlord's bank account, so I have no problems. It's in there every month and the whole lot, and I want to give you a call to pop up and have a look around. Like, I rented in Clonny for 10 years, and like that, the, the two houses I rented in Clonny, as I said, I'm your own pocket from working. I kid out with new wooden floors, skirting boards, paint, even got the back garden all slabs done, the whole lot. I never had any problems 
God, I wouldn't say you're not if, 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 if you pay for it yourself. Well, look, Sabrina, the best of luck. And Mick, uh, you, you just, you, you'll stand firm. You think that you're, you're better off well, renting no, to... Sabrina sounds like a very good uh, tenant. And yeah. I will have a house coming up very shortly. And I've <laughs> well, if you didn't get me number off, John, there, because I'm looking at six All months right. now. Okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll... It's in Blanchard's town. All right, we'll put you, we'll put you in touch with each other for now. Yeah, Mick, no Mick, Sabrina, good talking to you. Thanks a lot. Thanks very much, John. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye, 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 bye. Would you let your house to someone on rent allowance or not after we have a very irate email from Chris about uh, tenants from hell who are on rent allowance. He said, never again. Would you or would you not? Or do you think it's the landlord's problem? Alan, hi. Um, hi, how are you? I, you're very welcome. Uh, tell me about your situation. Right, I was just driving home and I had to pull up and have this chat because it seems that uh, majority of the landlords are keep complaining about the tenants. Mm. But there are so many situations where actually tenants have a problem with the landlord, as myself at the moment. I've been in the same house yeah. for the past three years, actually past three years in March. Right. I've been a brilliant tenant, like always been on the first or the second because it wasn't a direct debit. So I was going myself to the bank, large of money, no problem. Right. This year, I had a major problem with the heating system. Okay. Well, it was kind of kept going for the past three years, but the landlord was sending the sun to get a fix. Now, February was a very cold month. I have two children, one with a disability okay. that has to wake up every morning at 8 o'clock Half eight, it gets picked up. Actually, it's quarter to eight, it has to get picked. Yeah. And the other child, it's only five, it goes to a local school here. So the heating wasn't working. I rang him, I said, look, it has to get fixed. And he goes, no, no, it's just a kerosene, it's, it's gone. I said, you can't burn like 500 euro kerosene in two weeks. Yes. So I brought a professional plumber, like yeah. a, actually a company who came in and surprised. Them. Some, uh, it was a big leak of kerosene in the, in the back shed and... Basically, all my kerosene was wasted. Your man got everything fixed. He wrote down a description of the job he done and what he found at the, at the uh, location where he came in. Yeah. So I called the landlord. I invited him over for a cup of tea. He came over after two days, sat down. I said, well, that's what happened. Unfortunately, I rang you said, you're not available. I have to take, I have to take a, a, a stand because I have two young children and Absolutely, one is with yeah. disability and everything. Yeah. And the man turns around and goes, I give you 30 days notice. Obviously, all I could have said, well, can you give me that in writing, please? Because I knew he couldn't kick me out of the house. He, he, why was he giving you 20 days' notice? 30 days' notice. Why? Just because he wasn't happy. Because I asked him to pay me back what right. I paid for the, for the plumber and also my uh, loss of kerosene because I rang him three days ahead, mm. like previous to that. So he wouldn't pay that. So because I was a member of PRTB because I heard a lot of problems in the past from other people. So I always, if I move to a new property, I say to the landlord from the beginning, from the beginning, look, it's better for both sides if we sign with the PRTB. You know, that, that's the best thing for everybody that's renting. So how, how did it end up, Alan? How is it at the moment? Well, we are in the court, but what happened is, since then, I get hassled every week. Right, your, your man, the landlord, basically drives his car around the property and he's spying on me. He comes on the property without a prior agreed notice, right? right? And he starts, he, he actually hands me a letter where when every letter that I ever sent it to him was to a registered post. Right. right, so he's bullying and trying to make me to move from the property. That's exactly what he does. I give an example. Last week Monday, I was off nine o'clock in the morning in bed for the for the past two weeks. Yeah. The previous two weeks, that was my first day off, yeah. sitting in bed. I hear a great no- noise coming from outside. I ask my wife, "What's going on?" He goes, "I know something downstairs." I go downstairs. My landlord was cutting. I have a, only like literally a square meter of grass. Yeah. He was there cutting the grass at nine o'clock on Monday without a prior agreed notice. So he's he's so, he's, he's trying to harass you at the moment. Could you? Well, do, that, that's exactly what he does. I went downstairs and I said, "Look, good morning, sir. Good morning, Alan." He goes, "Well, 
Well, sir, I, I'm really sorry to bring this up, but unfortunately you're in breach of your obligation as a landlord. And he goes, what do you mean? Well, you're here today without a prior notice. Yeah. Agreed prior notice, and you're disturbing my peaceful. Like, basically I'm paying rent, and I should be enjoying the dwelling of the property, which I'm not, since we had that conflict. So I think I actually would require you to leave. And he turns around and says to me, you know something, this is my house. But I'm paying you rent. I said, this is not fair. So I brought the iPad from the house because I knew I have a, a, a case with him in the court. So I took picture from the way down, cutting the grass and everything, cutting, uh, start typing a, a short note, and I touched to the main complaint. There was nothing else I could do. A man could pop in in my house. I know. You, you seem, you seem to... The guard won't do anything you, because you he's the owner. Have, yeah, look, I wish you the best of luck. I suppose my advice would be, you probably don't want to move, but my advice would be to, it would be to move at this stage if it, if it is that much hassle. I know you shouldn't oh, have to. I know yeah, you shouldn't well, have to. I have two young children, so I can't move straight away. I'm trying okay. to find... A property, and as the girl previously on, on online was, sure. was saying, it's not that easy because basically good properties go overnight. Like basically, uh, everybody's renting now those days; they don't buy. Okay, well, listen, Alan. Alan, the best of luck. Thank you for talking to me, Thank and I, I understand the other side. Thank you very much. The best of luck to you, Alan. Okay, five three nine eight one. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Five three nine eight one. If you've had a problem with your landlord, we're asking: Would you let your house to someone on rent allowance or not? Derek, thanks for hanging on. What's your What's your situation? Yeah, hey, I'll just to. Um Spell out problems with a uh, problem tenants. Okay. Uh, the people had in for four four years. A Lithuanian couple with a, a little girl. Mm. Uh, fine. Um, to the extent that I sort of I would have thrown in a hundred quid community money to the girl because she was in the same uh, school as my daughter. Right. Uh, the rents were going up, but I didn't put mine up. It could have been about thirteen hundred a month. Right. By charging a thousand, so I let that run for about three years or so. No problem. Uh, when the session started kicking in, they wanted a discount on the rent. Oh, God. So I brought it down. You know, fair enough. You have to move the times. Mm. Um, and the, every month there was a, started to be a problem with rent and so forth. Uh, it took me about two and a half years to get the property back. When I eventually got it back, the kitchen was destroyed. Um, every carpet in the place was destroyed. Really? Radiators hanging off uh, walls. Oh God! This, uh, this is the couple. The couple with the with the daughter that you gave a hundred euro to for her. Yeah. Oh God! What, uh, what, so what were they having parties or just wrecked the I, place? I don't know what was going on. Uh, the, the cars were destroyed because they, they, they brought a dog into the house, which was a you know obviously dealing with dogs do all around the house. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when it totaled up between lost rent and replacing kitchens and uh, actually uh, a, a sofa had to be replaced. So put a, a new sofa, fifteen hundred quid worth. Right. Uh, when I got possession of the property, that had uh, disappeared. Went to the Gardaí, uh, the Gardaí said it was a civil matter, it wasn't uh, for criminal prosecution, it was between me and the tenant, so I got nowhere with that, but oh no, I would say about between 22 and 25 grand worth of loss Oh no! Me. And no uh, recourse and whatsoever, they, and I am registered with the uh, PRTV and all the rest of it. So there, it's basically, as far as you're concerned, it's it's no good to you at all, Derek, because... Uh, it's it's, it's uh, an onus on the landlord, because the landlord isn't going anywhere. Mm. But if you have a problem with the tenants, the tenants is gone wherever they're gone, you know? Um, what would you advise people, Derek? Do you, how do you know if somebody's going to be a good tenant or a bad ter- tenant? It's very difficult. Uh, I mean, I was a tenant myself. I lived in the States, lived, lived in uh, England. Uh, so I know the problem is, you know, people rent out, they move to a new country, and you want to treat people decently. But really, really, you want to really vet hard and keep a very close eye on the property. Wow. Um, because uh, you just don't know what keep people are capable of, uh, you know, until you actually get possession of the property at the end of it. And this was a private tenant? Yeah, private tenant. God uh, almighty. No issue about people who are, you know, on, on, on rent allowance. Okay. Uh, once the property's kept right, that, that's not an issue, but really, you want to vet hard. All right. Because, well, everything, uh, everything it's, is... It's a costly mistake. 
All right, listen, Derek, uh, the, the best of luck to you. Thank you very much okay, for sharing that sure. with me. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 53981 at this stage. Um, would you rent to someone on... Uh, would you rent your house, let your house to someone on rent allowance or not? Florin, how are you? Hi, how are you, John? Good, thanks. Um, what's your situation? Uh, like, I'm working... Uh, I'm working... Um, I'm doing maintenance for a letting company. Yeah. And, like, I'm going maybe even in five properties a day, you know? Okay. And I'm doing maintenance. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's the case, like, for people that they are on rent allowance, that they are wrecking the places and all that stuff, you know? Like, that depends on the people, like, that they are living on the house, you know? If you want to be, like, or your own house or you just, like, there are people there that they are just wrecking every place, you know? It doesn't matter that if they are on rent allowance or... They're paying so you don't, from their you own don't, pocket. You don't think it makes any difference if you're a private renter or on rent allowance. If you're going to do that, you'll do it anyway. No, they will do it anyway. Doesn't matter. Like I know people like that. They are living in a house, and in the back of the house, they had a huge shed, like a built shed, like a proper shed. You know. Yeah. And what they did, they didn't pay the the garbage. You know, and they throw everything there. Like, I had to rent and uh, and uh, I had to get a big skip, like a 600 euro skip, and try to empty all that. And they were not on rent allowance. And the house was in bits, you know, after that. They had to put somewhere around 10,000 or 15,000 to, to repair it and to do it back, you know. So it depends on... How, how would you advise people, as Derek said, you have to vet people and vet them very well. How would you advise people to vet... Uh, like, you see, the landlords... Until now, they had the problem, you know. They didn't give the, their houses on a, on a letting agency. Because, like, on our agency, the agents, they are going there and they are asking for the reference, you know. Yeah. Two or three landlords where they lived before, one or two, you know. And you almost people that they have a bad name, you know, they're not going to get a reference for the landlord, you know. So you're going to cut that people off because they're not going to come back, you know. And the people you're gonna get good people when they're gonna come with tenants, with the and um, letter from the previous owner, you know, and from work that they were working, and it doesn't even matter. Like I have friends that they are on um, social welfare, and the social welfare is paying directly in the account of the letting agency and all that stuff, you know. Are, but like, are, are some landlords lazy as well, Florin? Do, do they yeah, not? Like, you know, I can tell you, I can tell you in our company, like, they're going every six months, one of our agents is going and he's checking the house. And before our agent and going to checking the house, I'm going in the houses. And if I'm seeing something strange, you know, I will let them know and I will say, listen, that house is starting to get in bits, you know. The problems in the back of the garden or this kind of stuff, you know, and automatically they will send an agent there, you know, and they will have a look. And if it's problem, they will say, listen, you'll have to fix it in. I will come back in a month. If they are not fixed, we're going to break up the, our letting uh, agreement, you know, mm. because you're not doing what you should do, you know. So you, you you don't think it makes a hell of a difference if you if you have somebody who is getting in receipt of rent allowance or not? It's just it it depends on the person. No, it, it depends on the person. Like it's whatever who wants and how he wants to live. You know, in the house, it's if it doesn't matter. Like for me, it doesn't matter from where I'm getting the money. That's not an excuse for me if I'm getting the money from social welfare to wreck the house and to live in fields and all that kind of stuff. You know, 
breaking walls and breaking doors and I know it's, it's, it's stuff, disgusting you know? it depends on the person alright Florian good talking to you thank you very no much problem, John. No thanks problem. a lot uh, would you would you rent to somebody on would you let your house to somebody on rent allowance or not 53981 at this stage Anne how are you doing not too bad how are you I'm good thank you uh, what's what's your experience Anne you have no problem with letting it to people on rent but the problem with those would be uh, supposing the rent allowance was 800 mm. and your apartment was say 1000 a month yeah they would pay the balance. Well, the thing is, they wouldn't pay the balance. They'd make it settle for the 800 or whatever. That's where I found I had a problem. Okay, so they didn't want to pay the full, the full they amount. They paid the wood, but then when you come to collect it, what oh, happened, got it this week, I'll have it next week, and this type of thing. But anyway, I found them brilliant tenants. I never had a problem with them. So, I mean, well, what was I going to say? It's, it's an email from Chris saying that he's warning people not to let your home to people on rent allowance. Oh, no, no, I wouldn't go that far. Because really, basically, it's down to how they were brought up at home, what way they respect other people's property. That's my opinion. Because I've had tenants now, and I tell you, one was a brilliant accountant, the other was a dentist. Okay. And they wrecked the place. Oh, really? Absolutely wrecked it. They did about £8,000 worth of damage. They pulled the curtains off the wall. They destroyed, never flushed the toilet. Oh God. Pull the shower door off. And these, these were, um, I suppose, well, there must be a, do you think there's a stigma then and a bit of a, a bit of a class snobbery thing? You, you think that if somebody's a yeah. dentist or a professional person that they're going to be spotless and it's not always the way? Not always the way, no. Okay. I think they were into other substances as well, you know. Oh, right, okay, okay. Because um, the carpets, candles, grease, I think they were having seances and whatnot oh, in the Lord. apartment. And they could never set up a standing order. And one of them would pay, and the other one was, oh, it was like pulling teeth. I eventually got them out of it anyway. I'd say you did. So, and they went on to do more serious damage other place. Now, that's another story. And uh, listen, uh, you know, Sabrina said that she is in, or she will be in receipt of rent allowance, and she just cannot rent somewhere because all of the websites, um, the majority of them say no rent allowance. Yeah, but because the landlords think they're afraid of a tax implication. I think that has something to do with it as well. Oh, maybe so. Because you know where you the rent allowance, you can rent out a room and you can get 6000 a year tax-free. That's in your own home, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's... But that's the same with the apartments. Oh, can you? All right, okay, okay. I think there's something to do with that. I don't know. Maybe I'd, say, I'd say it's a tax thing anyway. All right, but you... And you, a lot of them wouldn't be registered for this thing. You, th- you, you, know, th- but, you think Chris is wrong then to say not to rent with people? Oh, no, I'd have no problem with them at all because... Uh, some of them are brilliant tenants. Okay. All and right. I had them and I had no problem with them. So it's not those that are the problem, it's the well educated ones. All right. That's very good talking to you, Anne. That's all. Thanks, Thanks a lot. You. Thank you Thanks. very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Uh, Agna, you're on 98 FM. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Good to talk to you. Now, um, Chris's point about not renting to people on rent allowance, has he got a point or is it just is it, is it just... snobbery? I'm just calling about different landlords. Like, I've been renting for seven last years, mm. and every house that I've lived, which I just treated as my own house. Mm. And, like, you would move into the property where it's filthy, or, you know, it's filthy and dirty, and you're trying to clean it yourself, and you do all the work, you know, and then when you want to move out, they charge you 200 euros for cleaning service. I've heard of even, that, to have the carpets cleaned, yes. Yeah, even you do that all. If you you get your carpets cleaned, if you decorate the house, and over the, uh, when you live at the property, you, you, you want to be livable, 
and you do things, you offer a landlord, just bring me material, we'll work, do all the work. And, you know, they wouldn't be too bothered. So, is it is it an Irish thing, Agna? Because I know in you know in mainland Europe, an awful lot of people rent and they rent for the whole the entire lives. And um, is is it an Irish thing that we think people who rent have to be a lower class than everybody else? That's about it. That's what I think. We had a landlord who came up to us and uh, somebody complained that we were parking on the sideway mm. uh, where all the state used to park on the sideway and they said you can't do it the landlord told me not to not to park on the sideways and when I said to him why not everybody does that they said the rest of the people owns the property you not Sure. What difference so, does that make? That doesn't make any difference at all. Yeah. So they, they, you know, they have all the different rules, and like there, there was instance where when I we asked to to buy us a cheapest bed that we can sleep on, he was like, no, uh, you know. But you know, we pay the money, we pay the rent every month, we keep it on time on the exact date, and then at the end of the day, we lose that money. They, you know, we pay somebody's mortgage out. Absolutely, so. no, absolutely. I, I think there is. I think there is that attitude. Listen, Agna, good, good talking to you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. You've been listening to a ninety-eight FM podcast. Download more at ninety-eight FM dot com.